Hello and welcome to Western North Carolina Original Music Episode 63. You know, 63 is the number of groats in a guinea. Don't even get me started talking about groats and guineas. On this week's episode, we have Vagabond Crow. They are a four-piece band out of Western North Carolina. They play mainly folk, electric, uh, folk acoustic music, but also with a rhythm section sometimes, most of the time. And most of their songs feature signature harmonies from their singers Paula and Mitch. They have a CD coming out in a couple of weeks, so follow them at Vagabond Crow on Facebook or Instagram or their website vagabondcrow.com for more information on where to get that when it comes out. Speaking of which, we're going to have a few tracks from the CD that they were nice enough to send over for tonight's episode, as well as some live tracks recorded at Guaidon Brewing in Hendersonville. Here is Vagabond Crew.
Yeah, so magic kind of actually came out of um, an experience that Paula had um, has sometimes um, with having anxiety attacks, panic attacks, and stuff like that. Um, I think she had just gone through one recently, and um, you know, and I was most my writing generally just comes from playing some chords and filling something out of nowhere. I don't know. It's not really planned when I write something. And I started singing about it. The lyrics started coming. Um, I remember the first, um, the first lyrics that really came to mind for me were, um, why are you, why are you over there fighting for air when I'm supplying everything you need? And just the feeling of like the desperation of like trying to help someone who's going through a panic attack or an anxiety attack and not really knowing what the hell you're doing because they don't know what they need to make it stop. And, um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of evolved from there. And magic's one of the first, like really upbeat kind of songs that we wrote that was really sweet and kind of more like a love song. So it's got kind of a different feel than some of the other stuff that we had written at that point. Yeah. And, uh, like, did you, you had the idea for it first or you're kind of playing around with the guitar and then it came with the it's it's version. it's really it's really hard to say like there are a few songs where it's i go to write because something specific has happened um and i think that in this instance with magic that was that was the case mm-hmm. um you know whether it had been that day or the the day before when it happened i think seeing your partner curl up in a ball mm-hmm. um and not knowing how to help them really just that emotion stayed with me because I'd never been around that or experienced that before. Mm. Um, and so it was just kind of like, you know, and then the song evolves and, and, and goes into more of just like a love song, but the, the, the formation of the song coming out of that experience and then our love continuing to grow through the experience that we go through together. So in a kind of a way you said you never experienced that before. It's like you working through it for yourself mm-hmm. as much as anything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Talk a little bit about the uh, the band. Say okay. who you guys are. Say who the band is. Okay. The band can talk to. <laughs> oh, goody. Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm Mitch Stewart, and uh, <laughs> 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 what do you do, man? You yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm the lead singer of Vagabond Crow, um, and the rhythm guitarist, and I write all the songs so far. <laughs> Not opposed to someone else writing songs. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm Paula. I'm the I sing harmony, and then yeah. What's your last name? If you, you don't have to say it. Okay. Paula X. This does go straight to the FBI database. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just start that over? It's totally up to you. Uh, so I'm Paula Woods. I'm the another vocalist. I sing mostly harmony, and then some lead on different songs. Um, Play a little bit of lead guitar on a few different songs as well. Tambourine. And now the tambourine. It's, yeah. it's my new best friend, I've been told. <laughs> uh, I'm Brent Fleury. I play the drums and some bass and cowbell. <laughs> yeah. When we let him. So how long have you guys been? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm Brian Jeez. Wagner. I'm, dirt, I'm the bald manager of the band, the blind ambition of the band. Um, That's true. 
Um, <laughs> and I guess, do we want to say? What? We also have Joel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Joel Carson sorry, sorry, Joel. is in the band also. I'm sorry, he's not, Joel. He, he's not here with us. He was indisposed, but he plays guitar and harmonica and... Trombone. Trombone and a little... Probably anything else you can dream yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, and a little violin, too. He's learning the violin. Yeah, currently. Okay. If you could get a little closer to the microphone. Um, is it good now? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Okay. Do you want me to say that all that over again or no? No, no, I'm doing an ASMR all right. podcast as well. Sweet. Yeah, Sweetgrass, um, that was the first song that Paula was like, we should, we should go <laughs> record <interested>. this. I'm <laughs> interested. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hippie, spiritual, um, and it's right up her alley. 
Um, Before that, Mitch wrote lots of really sad, dramatic, emotional songs. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think Sweetgrass was like this. This like, uh, what are you trying to say, Brian? I'm I'm trying to say that that was the uh, the single that gets played on the radio. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I know you were getting there. I'm just like, you know, that's a problem with my brain. I know it's okay. <laughs> it goes eight million miles ahead. Um, yeah, no, uh, it was. I think it was like this this moment of like accessing different experiences that I've had and that I've shared with Paula and, um, you know, the spirituality aspect for me goes way back. I mean, it's woven into all the songs in a way. Um, and so I think I was going through a divorce in the middle of like writing that song and it just got done reading this book that really opened my eyes to, um, a lot of spiritual things again when I shut that door a long time ago. And so I think that being able to like to, to take something new and put that into words and then put that into song was like this release for me. Mm. Um, and it's something that connected with Paula and it's something I think that can connect with people on no matter, no matter what, like if you're like, no matter what background you have, like um, I don't know, there's something about the song that just, immediately seems to relate with people that's the feedback that i've gotten and, and yeah it got played on the radio on wncw and our that friends was, played it at their wedding yeah i mean it was amazing it was just like this one song i feel like this one song a year and a half later brought us to this point to where we're making an album we've got people on board who believe in what we're doing and we've been able to go to places and play even though we probably suck sometimes like you know because like I was playing by myself in my room until she encouraged me to go record that demo. And, and so like everything was new and we just jumped in and did it. And I think that that song was the catalyst for all of this. And I think it really was like, like I was joking that you only used to write emotional, sad songs, no, but true. like a lot of songs came out of like, like painful experiences that you went through. And this was the first one where I really heard you kind of weave in this like different aspect, this different kind of idea of spirituality and beauty. And it, I think it was like the real start of something new and of something beautiful yeah. like, of, the, of what you've created now in your music. Uh, how long have you guys been playing together? Um, Paul and I have been playing together for like a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we started, when we started dating, the one of the things that we really connected on was music anyway um she's been playing guitar and singing jewel songs for <laughs> a long time and uh were you in a jewel tribute no I guess not a that's the next no. part of jewel tribute. it's just uh it's just what i end up singing mm -hmm. every time <laughs> yeah so um yeah i think it was about a year and a half ago that we actually like made a demo up at Echo Mountain um, in Asheville. And, um, we really know. didn't expect much out of it. We just kind of yeah. did it because that was always what Mitch wanted to do. That was his dream. So we just yeah. kind of went and did it and put it out there. Yeah. And the song Sweetgrass um, was on that demo, and that's going to be on the new album. And there's two other songs that we don't really play anymore, Staircases and Fever. Um, and, you know, yeah, we just did it for fun and um and then brought it to work and then it 
it went from there when yeah. Brian got involved. Brian yeah. kind of listened to it and picked us up. I felt the world needed it. <laughs> I really did. Um, I, I went down to the office and put it in my computer. <laughs> you know, wasting time at work. It kind of happens sometimes. And uh, I was, I think the first thing that hit me was Paula's uh, line on Sweetgrass. <laughs> like, and then I was like, wait a minute. I felt this way before. I need to go talk to them right now. <laughs> and ran up and was like, uh, do you want to do this? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. can you book us somewhere? And I was like, it will be done. Yeah. Well, so when you said, do you want to do this? They knew what you were talking about? Because I, I would so. not have. I think, I think they wanted to do it, but it wasn't <laughs> okay. like, I don't know if they had thought about it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those, it was one of those things that for me was like, I didn't really know Brian. Like, mm. you know, <laughs> he, he, we had passed each other at work and you're making says, mixtapes. So, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it wasn't specifically yeah, for him, you know. It was well, for everyone. That's, I'm going to edit it so okay, that it sounds fine. like that's what happened. Um, I, you know, he had shouted at me that I was really cool or something <laughs> one time and I just thought he was fucking weird. And, um, that's how I met my wife. Can I, can I, <laughs> is it, can I, can I cuss on here? Sure. Okay, cool. Um, and, uh, you know, so like he came, he came in and like I said, I didn't know him and was like, I really like this. We could do something with this book. You guys somewhere. I think I'd made one attempt at booking us a show and (laughs) it didn't happen. I was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, I, I don't, I don't like that process at all. And so I think Brian was vital to us like actually getting out and trying to, to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, and if it, if it hadn't been for him doing that, this would have died with that demo for sure. Yeah. yeah, he was the big push. I mean, when we were sitting in his office and he was like, I want to book you shows and I'm going to I would love to do this for you. We were like, OK, like, really? Yeah, OK. He, he, like, call, he called cool. like a meeting or something yeah, in, yeah. His, in his office and was like, all right, this is, this is what this I is got. happening. We had like a mafia style sit down. There was money That's involved. That's what it was. Right. The, just, if you could back up into my room just about, <laughs> about that far. I like what you're saying. Yeah. I want the world to hear what you're saying. Oh, okay. I feel like the world needs it. It was. It was like, <laughs> I remember telling them, we need to have a sit down. Like, we need to sit down and discuss. Yeah. Because, like, my mind races at, like, a million miles an hour. I'm like, oh, my God. They could play MSG one day. Like, <laughs> like you know, silly stuff that you don't ever think about or contemplate, but... No, I believed in it. Like the thing that drove me to working with them was like the songs are feel real. They feel real and in this time that we live in, there's very little things that are real anymore. And Mitch's writing feels very real to me and that's what got me. So I think that's what gets people. And and so let's acknowledge Brent because he he has major ADD my and, and I think he needs attention to get through yeah. to get through yeah. this. Really. Well, you guys, I mean, do you guys know that what you've just described to me is the plot of Flight of the Concords? So I don't know if you're messing with me because I'm a fan or trying to get it by me or something like that. I, I also love Flight of the Concords, but no, I didn't even actually put that together until you said really, something. really. And his name is Brent. Right. And you're... Right. (laughs) All right. 
Okay, more of that nonsense in just a little bit and more awesome music from Vagabond Crow. Uh, I don't know if I made it clear. I think they said it in there clearly enough, but Brian, the guy who looks to really good up on the microphone like that, is the manager of the band and uh, really does a great job of taking care of this this band, I have to say. Don't tell him I said that. I'm not too worried about him hearing me say it here because uh, as soon as he realizes this is just me talking, he'll probably skip forward. Again, don't forget to search for Vagabond Crow on Facebook and Instagram and go to vagabondcrow.com and keep an eye out for their new CD that's going to be coming out soon featuring some of these tracks that you're hearing on this episode. And of course, we'll keep you updated on that at WNC Original Music, which you should also follow on Facebook and Instagram and go to the YouTube page, but mainly go search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts. That's the one I really keep track of. Also, for all the bands that appear on the podcast, I really appreciate it. Uh, And show your appreciation of them by going and downloading their music, listening to their music, and drop them a line, a note on social media, or just send them an email and let them know how much you appreciate and like what they're doing. This is Hope Niedrich. You're listening to WNC Original Music. Shout out to Vagabond Crow. Love you guys. I blame myself 
guess I blame myself It's like the ghost of you still lingers around I thought the judgment would end once I took the crown I guess I blame myself 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 Oh shit <laughs> that Back one's to the emotional that pain <laughs> That one's heavy um, the, the divorce that I went through and it, it, it broke root ties and relationships with most of my family. This is going to get pretty heavy, um, <laughs> but that's just who I am. Um, I think it, it decimated my relationships with, with all of my family members, my parents, my, my grandmother, my the brother. Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and they, they all took, they all took her side. This is not a therapy session. Um, and uh and so Actually, I have your family it's an intervention right they're, they're right here. this whole thing is gonna uh, oh Jesus um it changed everything you knew yeah and so I think it's like um the first line I tried to keep my bones beneath my flesh is like the you know like everybody's got skeletons in their closet like um I tried to like hide the the who I was to make all these people happy um, and I, and I, and I walked away from that because I was, I was miserable. And so, you know, in that entire song, it deals with my relationships with, it, it may not directly name it, but it's dealing with the relationships with my family, with my, with my ex. Um, and then also like with the church and, and Christianity, um, in the second verse, it, it, it's, uh, what's the line? Um, it's like the mountain I climbed was just false hope and all the plans you laid for me were just for show. And, and it's like this doubt and, and, and pain from, from all those experiences and the ghost of you still lingers around. It's like, no matter how far I try to get away from that, those things are still a part of me. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty obvious because I, I'm, I'll, I'll probably be writing about those things until I die because they affected me in such a way that I can't completely escape them. Um, and I think that that's another one that, uh, you know, really connects with people too. like when, and I'm excited for this album because it's like, everybody's going to finally get to hear the <laughs> lyrics because at a live show, it's so hard to, to translate all of that to a crowd, mm-hmm. especially at a bar. Um, and especially your family. Yeah. Especially <laughs> my family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to mail it right about to this, them. this, you sons of bitches? <laughs> Yeah, what? yeah, but I, I think that, that that again is something everybody can relate to in a way, whether you know, whatever it is, everybody has that like, like, fuck, like I, I wish, I wish I could have been real mm. in this moment. Um, and I wasn't able to. Yeah. Brian wants to say something. Go, go well, ahead. I mean, I think there's uh, that uh, Sweetgrass and and Ghost of You were like two of the songs that like connected with me the most, and I remember having conversations with you about those topics because we had we had shared those experiences. Like I had been through a divorce, and it was it blows your it destroy <laughs> like 
shatters who you are as a person and you have to pick up the pieces and like Mitch is able to speak to that and it like it just made a whole lot of sense to me can I just say that I've also gone through a divorce and it was very painful <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm the only person in this room has who has yeah. not and it was a breeze. yeah been through a divorce. Oh. <laughs> Me and Terry over there were the only ones. The one percent. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was awesome. It was like, <laughs> wow. Why didn't we think of this sooner? Oh, that's the pizza. pizza's here. It's your that's your that's the intervention. It's happening. Intervention. Ah. It's real. Yes. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah's with. Oh God. It's a reunion. Oh God. I think.
is uh, one of Mitch's least favorite songs to sing right now. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what you hate about it so much. Painted, uh, yeah. But it's written, it's, it's based off a true story. Um, the chorus is, uh, you can drive. I know you hate riding shotgun, and I actually just, I get really motion sick when I drive, or when I ride in the car, so I'm always driving, so... Uh, yeah, it's just like a really sweet love song. You can talk more about it, but yeah, I mean it's pretty straight and to the point. I think um, that's probably the lightest song that we play. Yeah, um, and it came at like the beginning of our relationship when, mm-hmm. like, it kind of has this like pack up the car and like let's go because we've always both been. Uh, oh, hmm, how do you put this? Like not not runners, but like travelers, like kind of like that gypsy spirit of like always wanting to be on the move and on to the next thing and like wanting to adventure. And so it kind of came out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's the oldest song that I, that we play that I've written. Um, it's not on the album. Um, cause he hates it. Yeah. I, it's just, <laughs> it, it's like, I, I, I'd like, I think it's cute. It's a cute song. <laughs> Emotional it's not emotional enough for me <laughs> and and the i you know there's parts of where i'm just like i don't i don't like the way my voice sounds on this and you know <laughs> why don't you change it i i don't know i just wanted to die like, but yeah. then brent brought new life to, to it die. and he likes it and i like it and it's paula cute. likes it it's cute yeah it's adorable it's adorable yeah. it's a it's one of those things where, like, after I sing it every it's like time, I'm not just saying laugh. anything that's going to make you like it more. No. Saying it's adorable and cute. Yeah. No, like, that's what I hate about yeah. it. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's sweet. It's sweet. It's a nice, like, soft disco song. Yeah. Sure. Do you want to talk about how Brent joined us? Well, yeah. we we had a we had a violinist that was kind of playing with us a little bit, and she she got busy with life, and it, it didn't work out anymore. Um. And. Uh, no, it's fine. That's that's fine too. Um, and uh, and we took a break this past summer to to record to kind of just regroup, regroup and gather ourselves. And um, I had posted some stuff on Bandmix. You found us on Bandmix, right? Or yeah, what? yeah. Um, and I had seen, I think I'd seen an ad somewhere else. I don't remember. Yeah. But I was like, hmm. Yeah. Is this? Well, you guys hadn't been on there in a while or something. Yeah. And I was like, well, what the hell? I'll send him an email. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, and we the funny thing is, is like we weren't specifically looking for a drummer. We were trying That's what to. Your ad said. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think I wrote the ad. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we did were it like, say drummer? Oh. Did it say we're specifically looking for a drummer? It said drummer. Say, it said we're looking for a drummer. Okay. Well, it was I think I mean, that Ryan could made that could anything, the ad, really. And so that that's very vague. My fault. <laughs> so, Great. so anyway, I think I had had like dreams of this getting bigger than just the two of us because there's so many duos out there, and which I love and appreciate. And mm. I think I just I hear in the music growing, and I think Brent contacted us. 
And he's super ambitious and immediately was dedicated to like, I want to be a part of this and um, I really want to play drums and I'll play bass sometimes if you make me. And, um, and so I was like, yeah, really let's, good at it. yeah. And he just jumped, jumped right in. And well, yeah, yeah I, I played bass for over 20 years and I don't know. I just kind of got bored with it, you know, and I didn't want to be in another band as a bass player. Mm. And I've only been playing, well, I mean, I've played drums on and off my entire adult life, but uh, I never owned a kit. That's the dog snoring. Can we put that? Can we record that? Like, I don't know if it got it, but I'm going to add it in later with sound effects. It's Terry. And it will sound a lot worse. And it'll probably be farting when I add it in. Uh, I forget what I was talking about. Uh, Paris, France. Yes. You yeah. played bass for 20 years and got bored with it. Oh, yeah. And I want, I've always wanted to have drums when I was a kid. My parents wouldn't let me have them. You know, I moved around so much after that that, you know, plus they're kind of expensive. So I finally got a kit and just started working at it and you know i still i still got a got a ways to go i think before i'm really satisfied with my my performances myself other people may be uh they may think they're good but i don't want to talk bad about my playing but <laughs> i'm just trying to be humble i guess yeah, yeah yeah no it's you know and uh i was just glad that they were when i finally met mitch and paula and and brian and by the way, when I met Brian, I'm like, I love having a manager. I love because I also hate booking and dealing with that crap. And he's a good guy. And that's the thing about Mitch and Paula was uh, that we they had a good sense of humor. They were they weren't you meet so many uh, interesting people when you go on the Craigslist uh, band mix route looking for members. And uh, and they didn't they also didn't limit me, you know. I've had I've had to work on playing to the song because I'm more you know I'm I grew up on 80s metal so that's what uh, that's where my brain is usually. Um, that's pretty they, much what y'all played tonight, right? I wasn't paying close attention. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was folk mostly, 80s metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't, they never limited me except for the cowbell. Okay, that's part one of Vagabond Crow. We should have uh, two more episodes coming up uh, in the next several weeks, so keep an eye out for that. Again, don't forget to go and follow them on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. They've got uh, some new videos coming out. Um, Also go to their website, vagabondcrow.com. Also, uh, don't forget to search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcast, wherever you got this podcast. I bet you got this from a place that has podcasts, most likely. Also, don't forget to follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, WNC Original Music. Just search that in the search bar. Also on YouTube. Uh, don't forget that we're also on Pandora and iHeartRadio and Spotify for quick, easy access. Don't forget, if you want to hear the extended episode, go to RadioHaver.com. That's an internet radio station based out of England. Every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m., Eastern Standard Time, and you can hear this week's episode plus some bonus content. A lot of that is just me talking about politics, to be honest with you. No, it's just uh, more music from Western North Carolina. If you have any questions or comments for the show, uh, feel free to email wncoriginalmusic at gmail.com. If you want to, go to iTunes and give us a rating, or go anywhere and give us a rating, really. But iTunes is where the podcast ratings happen. I'd love to see us on Yelp, though. Maybe go to Yelp and give us a good rating. 
Okay, that's enough nonsense. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Yeah, I bought lemon juice and pantyhose.